So like so many of us, I'm looking forward to spring, and it, it did feel like a pretty nice spring day out there today. Uh, I look forward to it because I love working in my yard and caring for all of God's creation. And I remember for 20 plus years, I had a large tree. It was some sort of maple, which was just at the east edge of my backyard. And it provided my family with wonderful shade and relief from the hot summer sun. Sadly, that tree started to fade a bit and it lost branches and leaves earlier and earlier in each season. I had a couple of arborists come out to analyze it and they sprayed it and evaluated it and looked at the root structure. And then they came up with something called gurgling roots, which was a new one on me. But so it goes, as much as I wanted that tree to live, I had to have it cut down. And it was after spending so much time nurturing it and spending hundreds of hundreds of dollars to try to save it. And it was a big, it was a central piece, so it was a big loss to our little piece of paradise in our backyard. And today's parable about the fig tree made me think about that tree that I had to have removed. The fig tree is planted in an orchard, in the vineyard, which is a common image of Israel in the Old Testament. The owner of the tree may represent God or Jesus, and the three years may even refer to the length of Jesus's public ministry, how much time he gave those that he encountered to listen to the message he was providing, allowing them to repent. Others would say that this is probably has no theological significance in the three years. It's just a coincidence. Um, it just might be representative of how much time it takes for a fig tree to bear fruit. So you can decide for yourself. But the message for us to ponder today is very clear. Jesus tells us the parable of the fig tree to demonstrate the point of God's mercy. And the gardener's intervention to leave the tree alone for a year so that he can fertilize it. And that offers us hope. Hope that there's always an opportunity for repentance. But clearly our time is limited. God's mercy is unconditional. But the time we have for repentance is sadly limited. Repentance and mercy, that's the key part of our Lenten journey, or for any season for that matter. Immediately preceding the parable of the fig tree, Jesus also offers us two additional examples. Sadly, these are disaster stories. Romans killing Jews and falling buildings in Jerusalem but they're also serving for us as a summons to repentance and readiness, not only for the people of that time, for people of all ages who don't know when their life 
will be demanded of them. I think all of us experience this. We witness it as we read about our news of the day, tragedies that occur, whether they're far away or closer to home. And they're meant to alert us to turn away from sin and our own destructive behaviors. That is why the scripture reminds us to stay alert, since we know not the day nor the hour. Jesus insists that the victims of these two incidents he mentions were no more guilty than any one of us. There's no judging about their misfortune that can be blamed on their moral status or state. Sadly, we all know that bad things happen to good people. The point on which Jesus concentrates is the suddenness of these tragedies and the possible unpreparedness of their victims. We're all being encouraged today to be reconciled with God and each other before any disaster strikes so that our divine judgment does not accompany our own misfortune. That's what the sacrament of reconciliation is all about. We're being called to seek forgiveness today, not to wait. Jesus illustrates this urgency with his message of repentance with the parable of the fig tree that won't produce any fruit. But God patiently waits to see if the person will repent and bear fruit in the future. With this parable, Jesus is making the point that God is both like the owner and the diligent gardener, willing to give us time to repent. And during this time, every means for fostering our repentance is given to each and every one of us. Still, we're being called to avail ourselves to the opportunities because they're not endless. Thankfully, we worship a God of second chances. But at any moment, final judgment is a real possibility. So whatever it is that any of us need to repair and to fix or re relationships, we need to heal. The time is now. The twofold lesson that Jesus teaches us today is a bit of a sobering one. First, we never know what lies ahead of us, and we must prepare ourselves to be reconciled with God at all times. Second, while God is patient with our own procrastinations, this patience requires that we participate with the opportunities he provides us to make amends. Setting things right and accepting God's grace always. We know it's not always easy. Moses is a great example of that in our first reading today. We might not think we're up to the task. Moses expresses his hesitancy to take on what God is asking of him. Most of us can relate to this fear and this frailty. I am who I am. The nature of God is certainly shrouded in mystery. 
Even the exact meaning of his name is elusive to us, nor does the various ways that God acts in our lives always make sense to us. But God continually provides us with invitation. When we're needy, God comes to us as a provider. When we are frightened, God comes to us as a comforter and gives us strength. When we're uncooperative, God comes to us sometimes as a disciplinarian. God is a burning bush that captures our attention and fills us with his mystery. God is the horticulturist who cannot allow the fruitless fig tree to sap the life out of the soil that nourishes other plants. God comes to us in whatever ways we might need, whenever we need his divine help. Our readings today close with a caution that we should all take care. We are not told whether the fig tree ever did produce fruit. We might be able to rest secure in the knowledge of the love and mercy of God. But these readings tell us that we should not dare to rest passively or complacently. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We are the fig trees called to bear fruit. This is the purpose that God has given us for our lives here on earth. So this Lent, let us continue to pray for our continued willingness to bear fruit in our own lives and for the lives of each and every one of us.